Hey everybody, happy Wednesday. My name is Morgan. And my name is Kat. Welcome to Millennials Unscripted. We're two millennials and we'll be coming to you every Wednesday unfiltered, unscripted, and unapologetic as we provide our perspectives on relationships, work, and life. If you're looking for advice or just to chat with your friend that tells it like it is, you've come to the right place. I didn't ruin it this time. Thank the Lord. Guys, so we have to leave five seconds as like background noise. And I think this is the first time in, what, a year and a half at this point that I haven't ruined it. Oh, yeah. Well, that's because I told you to tell me when you were ready. I learned also to not just, like, when there's no talking, to just start recording. (laughs) Because then Kat will just, like, start digging in her purse for something. Yeah, very true. Um, Well, welcome, everybody. I'm excited for today's episode. We're going to start with a little story. Yeah, Morgan's going to start with the story. <laughs> so yesterday was Richard and I's two-year anniversary. What, what? I feel like it's been longer. So do I. I like know. ten years, if we're being okay, honest. That's a lot. Married I was going to say more here. like three or four. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm <like> ten. <laughs> and before our anniversary, like, I'm not one that likes surprises. I like to know what you're getting me, what I'm getting you, so I know, like, if you're getting me a nice thing or a lot of things, I kind of have to match you. You know, you don't want to, like, underdo them, because then if they give you a really nice present and you, like, got them a t-shirt... Yeah, but even overdoing it is uncomfortable. Yeah, because then you feel like they don't love you (laughs) as much as you love them. Just tell me what you're getting me. When we, like, first started dating... I took gifts, like, really seriously. I remember. Like, I got him, like, the most amazing gifts that, like, after, you know, the first birthday, the first Christmas, I was like, okay, shit, what do I do now? (laughs) I can't afford this anymore. (laughs) (laughs) But anyways, so Richard told me, like, he was like, I have a, I'm gonna, like, surprise you. I have a surprise for you. And I was like, oh my god, why? (laughs) But also my, like, I know we're getting engaged in, like, the next year or so that I was, like, seeing proposals. (laughs) Like, what is happening? What could even a surprise be? So, anyways, let's fast forward. Tomorrow's our anniversary. Cool. Nice. You know, we did the Instagram posts and, um... I know that whenever it's, like, around a holiday where I could be getting presents, I don't open any of his packages. Gotcha. So, I go downstairs, like, after, like, a meeting or so, like, work is, like, super slow, so I'm like, oh, I'm gonna go eat lunch downstairs and, like, chill down there because our new couch just came, and I go downstairs and I make lunch. There's, like, a package outside the door. It's, like, super tall, and it had, like, flowers on the outside of the package, so I was like, oh... He probably got me, like, some flowers. And then I remembered, I was like, oh, I asked him to get me a blue orchid. So this you is probably... Remembered. I was like, it's probably what this is. Cool. I'll wait for him to come home, and then we can open it. And so I set that, like, aside, and I go and, like, do my thing. I'm just sitting on the couch. And he texts me. He's like, hey, what are you doing? And I was like, I'm sitting on the couch <laughs> watching Grace Anatomy. <laughs> and he never responded. And then, like, 20 minutes later... Uh, we have a the ring doorbell outside, so, like, my phone goes off and I hear it in the house if there's, like, motion by our front door. 
And so there's, like, the motion thing goes off. My dog Storm, like, runs to the door. And I was like, I don't see anything. So then I just turn back around and keep watching Grey's Anatomy. I'm like, it's probably, like, a fly or something that flew by and it went off. And then, like, it goes off again. I would get freaked out at this point. So then I, I, I like, I'm sitting on the couch and I turn my head and... There's, like, someone, like, ducking, and Storm is looking at them, and I'm like, oh my god, someone's trying to come in and rob us, and they're gonna kill Storm. <laughs> and I was like, what do I do? What do I do? And I'm like, I look back again, and I see his fucking polo shirt. So I was like, oh, why is he here at 2 o'clock in the afternoon? Yeah. And... He opens the door, like, really soft, and he's like, oh, shit, you're here. And I was like, what? <laughs> he was like, you're supposed to be upstairs working. And I'm like, I don't Slow have day. I'm like, I don't have any work to do. I told you I was downstairs on the yeah. couch. And he's like, what? And I'm like, when you texted me, I texted you back that I was downstairs. And he was like, oh, I didn't see it. And he basically... Came home early from work because it was our anniversary. He got, like, a bunch of white rose petals that he was going to, like, put all over the floor. So when I would come downstairs, he got, like, two cheesecakes from Cheesecake Factory. Um, Yeah. I feel like he got something else. I might be, like, forgetting. But, yeah, that's pretty much it. It was so sweet because I'm, like... I never, you know, my last boyfriend, my abusive relationship, that when I said, like, when it was our, we only celebrated, like, one year anniversary, when I said happy anniversary, he literally said, shut the fuck up. And so it was, like, it was such a, like, a mind thing when this was happening that, you know, I went from that (laughs) experience to someone that takes off work and wants to get rose petals because it's our anniversary and you know all that and I just I wanted to tell the story because I think everyone deserves someone like that yeah so I remember and I think I've mentioned this before but you know I had been kind of dating douchebags (laughs) up until this point and I remember when Morgan and I would start to, when we were becoming friends, I used to ask her a little bit more about her relationship and things they did on the weekend. And, you know, my my parents are divorced. Some of my friends don't have healthy relationships. So I didn't really have a role model, in a sense, of mm-hmm. what a healthy relationship looks like. And... After seeing how much they really care about each other and what they do for each other, I was like, I'm going to put it out in the universe, if you may, that that's what I want. And then, like, Eric kind of just fell into my lap. And I've never felt so secure in a relationship before. Yeah. Uh, That's, like, completely new to me. Not being like, when are we going to break up? Yeah, waiting for the other shoe to drop. Yep. So, congrats to you and Richard. Thank you. How sweet. Yeah, it feels nice to, Mm. like, I feel like a year is easy. I feel like you can date someone for a year and celebrate that first anniversary, but I feel like getting to two years is, like, a milestone. And it is, like, now I can say it's my longest relationship. And, I mean, I've been his longest for a long time. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, oh, three weeks? (laughs) Done. (laughs) Done. 
Oh, God. Um, but anyways, that's not the premise of this episode. We are going to be talking about finding motivation. I think it's a question we get asked a lot, just about, like, how we stay motivated, um, especially now that I'm taking on extra responsibilities with going back to school. What? what? Um, so it is going to be, like, I feel like motivation, honestly is more of, like, an ideal than an actual thing. Um, I believe, you know, when it comes to, like, achieving goals or just, like, checking things off your to-do list, um, it really just comes down to determination. Um, it comes down to, like, habit. It comes down to, honestly, discipline and making, like, yeah, just being disciplined enough to, like, make that a part of your day and make that a priority. Um, and that's kind of, like, how you achieve motivation. Like, I think on a lot of fitness influencers, I think every time they do the question box on Instagram, someone asks every time, how do you stay so motivated? And they kind of say around the same thing, but in my opinion, like, if you're applying this to working out, um, if you have, like, fitness goals in mind... Um, the only way to stay motivated is knowing that you will never be motivated 100% of the time. You know, when you know that, then you can just make it more of like a habit. So, okay, I'm going to set my alarm an hour earlier or two hours earlier and get up at this time so I can get my workout in. It really just depends on your day and how you can sustain it the best way, how you can fit it into your day-to-day life. Like, Some people, it's easier for them to wake up earlier and work out in the morning. Some people, that's not possible. So they sometimes have to go at like a lunch break or they go after work um, and fitting it that way. And that's how they can like make a routine out of it. And that's how they will stay disciplined. So whether it's like, you know, bringing your gym clothes to work and then having that to Make sure you work out every day after work before you go home is the best way. I know people that try like, okay, well, work is like close to my house. Well, I don't have to pack a bag. I'm just going to go home. And then you sit down and you maybe like turn on the TV. Look at your phone. Yeah. You look at Instagram for about 30 minutes. You know, that motivation, so to say, keeps trickling down little by little. So I think that's... Something like an example that can be applied to everything, no matter what you're doing. Like, for example, me, um, I work from home and working from home gives me the ability, like when work does slow down, I can, you know, fit in school or like I'll pick a day when I know work is going to be slow, like Fridays are my slow days. And that day, like I'll focus on schoolwork. Um, I work out every single morning. So that is something that I do to help me like be in the best state of mind for myself and then you know the things that I have to do like going to work and doing my duties at work and then going to school and then also making time for my social life my romantic life and that so it really just depends on the person I think motivation discipline it all looks differently but as long as it you know, it's the best way for you to get the things done that you need to get done for you to achieve your goals um, you know, it really just depends on your life because your day is going to look different than your friend's day. Discipline is huge for me. And I think so. Uh, 
when I was motivated, it was sort of like an intangible I wanted to not avoid. That was something that I was really struggling with. Procrastination. Um, procra- that was huge, especially in school. Um, so instead of being like, okay, today I'm not going to avoid anything, which is <laughs> a lot to chew, um, I started doing little things like making sure I got my most important things done at the beginning of the day. Um, even from waking up at the same time every morning, making that to-do list. I have it on my fridge. I make one every single day. Nothing feels better than highlighting things that you've done. Yeah, crossing things off a to-do list. It gives so much joy. Yeah, and a lot of it for me comes down to, will this make my life better or, or will it harm it? So, for instance, if it's something like taking the trash out, every other day instead of every three days. Um, Is that really going to harm me? Is that something that I think I should focus all of my energy on? No. Is it important? Yes. But when it comes to avoiding, when it comes to working out every day or getting all my work done, that's something that I really have to break it down on a day-to-day basis or else I'll get so overwhelmed that I just won't do anything. And that's just not gonna fly um because then I start to really let everything go I call it like the case of the fuckets kind of well it's like not today not today not today well fuck it you know like I'll just give up and I hate giving up but I just have become so overwhelmed in the past that I decide not to do anything um Another thing that I wanted to have motivation for was taking care of my belongings. You know, I save up and buy a nice pair of shoes and then not take the time to clean them, to put them away properly. Um, That's just one example. Even like furniture, for instance, I would eat on the furniture. Um, And something that I wanted to do was to be a grown up, to be responsible and to take care of my shit. So little things every single day that I did and being motivated and getting something done, I just feel this sense of pride that no matter what, even if it's like a work assignment that I've been like, I really don't want to do, but I'll make sure the next day I get up and it's the first thing I do. I'm so proud of myself. Yeah. I think for me personally, like I associate you know, goals, tasks I need to complete with the way I feel once it will be done. Like for me, eating healthy, like, and I kind of, what you said, it kind of trickled something in my head where it was like, um, I'll start tomorrow. You know, that's what a lot of people say when it Mm -hmm. comes to like dieting or working out. And, you know, with that, like, I think it's really easy to be like, let me just eat this Oreo. I'll start my diet tomorrow. And that's something that I think is such a big problem in a lot of people because that mentality of like, you're kind of procrastinating against a healthier lifestyle because you want that fucking Oreo. I mean, I've talked about dieting on here before. I don't agree with it, what it stands for, but we'll move past that. Um, But for me, like, I don't, have a whole full sleeve of Oreos. You know, if I can have one or two. It's vegan, by the way. Moderation. <laughs> I actually knew that Oreos were vegan. It, like, says it on the package. And I'm like, what? 
what is this cream made of? But anyways, um, yeah, like I associate the way I eat my workout regimen with the way I feel after. Yeah, when I'm sprinting at nine miles an hour, I hate my life right now, but I know after I feel so good. Um, same thing with like getting my shit done for work. I know once I finish, then I can have some time to myself, have a glass of wine, and that's the best feeling for me. You know, I get really stressed out by notifications on my phone. If I have emails I need to read, I get stressed out. Or if there's like things I should have done today that I didn't do, I get stressed out. That's just the kind of person I am. Other people can, they won't get stressed out by it and they'll just maybe wake up earlier tomorrow and get it done. And that's fine. But for people like me, and I know there's a lot of people like that, like if that stresses you out, just jam it out. Like right then and there. Don't procrastinate. Don't go on your phone. Don't turn on the TV. Just sit there do your shit get it done early so then you can have time to yourself to do the things you want to do, whether that's working out, whether that's um, watching a movie, watching Grey's Anatomy, drinking wine, um, spending time with like your boyfriend or girlfriend, um, things like that. Like that's what provides me joy. The whole thing is like whatever you're doing or need to get done, you need to have some sort of balance. Um, And that's like what I strive for. So even though, yeah, I have like a lot of obligations, work, you know, school, um, taking care of my dog, cleaning, cooking, whatever the fuck it is. Um, I need to make sure that I get the things done that I need to get done so I can take a fucking breath and just do me for like an hour. So I think that's like really important just like in life to whatever, how much ever you have on your plate you need to also make time for yourself every single day. And whatever gives you joy, gives you relief, um, do that. Maybe it's sex. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Some people have that. I personally don't. I think it's a waste of time. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's it's like a, a chore. I know. And it's not a chore I like doing. <laughs> I'm trying to spice it up. I gotta spice it up. You gotta spice it up. Yeah. I I listened to Call Her Daddy's Miley Cyrus episode, and it was all about, like, how Miley likes sexuality more than actual sex. Hmm. And I was like, I agree with that. Yeah. That's really interesting. It was really interesting. And, yeah, I kind of feel the same way. Like, I love... It's not, like, the physical act of sex that I love to have with Richard. It's more of, like... Just being together, no distractions, and just focus on each other. That's, Feeling connected. That's what I love. Mm-hmm. I don't really give a fuck about the sex, and that's just who I am. Some people like that physical act of sex for that relief. For and sometimes, if you're not being, if you're not with anyone, sometimes just masturbating mm-hmm. is your time to like you know do you or whatever. Literally, yeah, literally. <laughs> I watched this. There's a new series on. I actually don't know if it's new. It just come up in like most popular. Yeah. It's called Unwell. Okay. And they. I watched one about ayahuasca, and I watched one about tantric sex or or tantric, right. and pretty much is it's it's 
started out as a religion in India where it talks about kind of like the mind, body, and soul aspect of sexuality, not just sex, and kind of allowing your body to do what you want. Um, it, it went into detail. This what woman, do you mean do what you want? So like a lot of times people are thinking about something else or just focused on one part of the body. And so this woman gives classes to open up. So when you orgasm, it's a whole body experience. Have you ever seen um, Gwyneth Paltrow's I've heard. Show. I need to watch it. The orgasm episode is crazy. Yeah. It's similar to that. Yeah. But she can make herself orgasm. She yeah, literally, it was like crazy what they did to these girls' bodies. It was just like <laughs> I've never seen anything like it. Not, she was like writhing on the floor after. Yeah, looks like they're having like an exorcism. Yeah, exactly. That was the word I was looking for. Part of me is like, I think she charges like so much money, and I'm like, is it worth it? <laughs> <laughs> Do I fly out to Mexico for like a private session with this woman? Anyway. We're getting off track. Typical. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, I think Kat and I can be different people when it comes to motivation, which I think, which is, like, a big reason why we wanted to do this episode, because I can appeal to someone that's like me, that needs to get things done, gets stressed out easily by notifications, and, like, is very go, 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 go. And Kat's not really like that. And more, like, procrastinates a lot. So I think a lot of people are like her as well, where they can appeal to her and what she does to stay disciplined or motivated, whatever you want to call it. Um, So, yeah. I was reading one of the best books I ever read. It's very short. You can read it in probably, like, a day or two days. What? It's called Make Your Bed. Um, It's probably 50 pages, so... Again, really quick read, and it was written by a Navy SEAL, and it's all about productivity and motivation, and he relates experiences that he had to go through in training to how you can apply it, and it's called Make Your Bed, because in the Navy, you had to make your bed every morning, and what that translates to in everyday life is start your day off with getting one thing done immediately Mm -hmm. starting your day off being productive I think that's why I I mean I make my bed like first thing every morning but I uh, love to work out in the morning I feel like it provides me such a good amount of energy throughout the day if you need some caffeine you know before the workout do you because I have pre-workout every morning I was just about to say (laughs) pre-workout is my caffeine (laughs) (laughs) so if you need to drink pre-workout don't think like you're any less productive than the weirdo that doesn't. How? <laughs> Richard doesn't. I know. None. No coffee either. Ever. I would be like, ugh. <laughs> ugh. But anyways, um, so like, yeah, just doing what you need to do that helps you feel most productive. I also like, kind of like to go back in my memory of when I wasn't a productive person. I haven't always been like this. Um, whenever I've been in, like, a bad time in my life, I don't make my bed, I don't get dressed, I stay in my pajamas all day, I just 
lay around and watch TV, eat, don't do the dishes, don't really clean up. Um, when I was in my last relationship, it was a lot of that. I was not a productive person. I just wanted to lay around and not do anything, uh, partly because that's the kind of person that I was with, but also just because I wasn't in a healthy state of mind to want to better my life until I got to the point where it was either die or better your life. Um, And I had to make that decision for myself. It is a daily choice. It's not like you're born to be productive or you're not born to be productive. It's a choice to be productive every morning. And you need to like do what's best to put you in like the right state of mind to make good decisions, to be happy. Happiness is a choice. Um, and you can either choose to be unhappy or choose to be miserable. Pick one. I'm sure you're, you're going to want to pick the happy one. So in order to pick the happiness choice, you have to do the things that make you happy, make you feel good. And that's, um, things like exercising, eating right, um, making healthy choices mentally, emotionally, physically, um, you know, getting your shit done, like getting work done. Um, and then maybe also like working on some, like a special little project you're working on, cleaning, cooking, things that you like to do that make you feel productive. Even like the smallest thing can make someone feel productive. Like vacuuming makes me feel that productive. That was on my to-do list today. And <laughs> I got checked off. Um, you know, like watering your plants, walking your dog. Like those are the smallest things that you can do to help you be more productive. Just like even if you're not an exercise person, just taking a little half a mile walk, you know, at your own casual pace will help be go outside take a walk outside like it's good for you um and it will help you like I feel like when you go outside and you're around people nature Mm -hmm. like you just become happier I know I'm the happiest when I'm like outside other than like right now it's fucking hot (laughs) yeah fuck that you reminded me of something when you were talking about going back and remembering it this is my life in one memory. So I hadn't gone to a class in probably a month. This was at Elon. And it was the week before finals. And I hadn't done anything. And I was at the point of procrastination and avoidance. I went to Myrtle Beach for a week. Why? Hopped in my car, went to Myrtle Beach, because, like, the next um, weekend after finals, everyone goes down to Myrtle Beach to kind of, like, party. I went down a week ahead of time, week and a half almost, uh, and just, and I remember driving back, and I still had to take all my finals. Uh, I think I got extensions or whatever. And the feeling of dread and disappointment and, like, I just felt like a piece of shit. I never want to feel like that again. Doesn't yeah. matter. So, like kind of like said. associating those things with a, maybe like a bad memory of how you used to be or like mm-hmm. how you used to feel about yourself. And I think that will in turn like motivate you to do things differently. Um, I also think a big factor in this is people that you're surrounding yourself with. Yep. Um, if you're surrounding yourself with, like, 
people that don't really have any ambition um, are just like, you know, it's cool. (laughs) Like people that, people that don't really get anything done, don't really have like dreams, aspirations. It's going to affect you in a negative way. And you're like, if they're procrastinators, you're going to be like, oh, well, I don't have to do that. I can do it tomorrow. You know, like you should be around people that are such go-getters that it inspires you to be a go-getter as well. I feel like that all the time. It's why I know the people in my life that are lazy and annoyed <laughs> out of me because of how lazy they are. Yeah. Um, so, like, I don't, I'm not really, like, around them a lot. The people that I'm around a lot are, like, super ambitious, um, super productive, like, always want to get things done. Like, Richard and I, like, my weekends with my ex-boyfriend were, like, lay around, do nothing, smoke weed, watch Netflix. And now my weekends are, you know, get up, go take Storm to the park, um, you know, go grocery shopping, get all of our errands done, work out, you know, let's go on like a, some, like a hike or whatever nearby, bike ride, something, you know, like being outside, like that's what our weekends consist of. Um, so it's like kind of noticing that, noticing who you're around daily and if they're impacting you in a healthy way or a negative way, um, if they make you more motivated, more disciplined, more inspired, or if they make you more depressed, more um, procrastinating, um, more lazy, then, you know, like limit your time around them. My dad once told me, I don't think it was his quote, I think it was something else. He said, you never want to be the smartest in the room. And I was thinking about that when you were talking because if you're the most productive, if you're the smartest, what do you really have to learn from the people? What are you achieving? What do you want? And I really take that to heart. Like whether it's emotionally intelligent, I want to be around someone who can teach me how to do things better. Same thing for work. Same thing for fitness. Same thing for like domestic duties if you will I always constantly want to learn to do better and that's how I motivate myself by looking at these people around me and being like I want what they have yeah that's what I I think that's like the one thing that I go I want what they have and then I'm like fire under my ass I'm like okay yeah and I think if you're competitive like us (laughs) I'm like I'll do it better But I really love workout classes like Orange Theory. Um, Now I started going to F45 because I want to be the fittest person in the room. Because I want to go the extra mile when I wouldn't before Mm -hmm. alone. Um, So, you know, just being around people that push you to become the best version of yourself. Make sure you're dating. If you're in a relationship, make sure you're with someone that pushes you to be better, make sure you're pushing them to be better. That's a healthy relationship. That's the relationship you should strive for. Um, You shouldn't just be complacent. You should never be complacent in your life because there's always room to improve. There's always ways to become a better person, a better partner, a better wife, a better husband, a better mother or father. So I think that's always something to keep in mind. In conclusion... Try and, if I were to give one piece of advice, try and find 
one thing this week that you think you can work harder or that you want and come up with ways, whether it's if you identify with Morgan or not, whether it's me, um, find a way that you think you can motivate you and that it's sustainable so that slowly over time you'll be able to be the most motivated person. Like she said. All right, fam, that's it for this week. If you made it this far, you're a real one. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss an episode and leave us a review to let us know how we did. DM us any questions or stories you have and have an amazing week, guys.